gentlemen and welcome to a brand new episode of the beats brews and points of view podcast i'm your host neil richter along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me eman bates the pip that is me and we are back in the studio for episode 101 yes sir yeah that was a lot of fun last week bro um the episode 100 it was really cool having live performances on there I think E-Man's performance, I've watched that like 20 times now. It's, like, <laughs> it's some of my favorite bars out of you, man. I really like, there's a lot of super clever lines in that freestyle that you did, so Thanks, I really man. like it. Yeah, I mean, one of those things is like I feel like I kind of don't rap rap enough uh-huh. these days. Like every, every everything in my head is like a common, like concept-wise, and yeah. that's how I am. It's just like one big body piece of work, and I'm like... I need some bars, bro. Yeah, I dude. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. And it was like, oh, and I'm not even joking. We only recorded one take, E-Man, doing that. That was it. It was yeah. one take. <laughs> and same with Danae. Yeah, Danae. And it was Danae. funny because Danae hit me and she was like, the one that we recorded, I forgot to give the final version. She like did one, I guess, that didn't have horns. And that's the one that she recorded over. And I was like, hey, well, just makes it a little more special for this. A little something different. Live version of it. Yeah, dude. Like I'm 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 actually really happy how that came out. So shout out to Eric. I know yeah. he worked hard on that one. Big time. Like, yeah. We appreciate you. Uh I think Nick helped out with that one too a little bit. Yeah, a little uh, advice yeah. and shit like that. Shout but... out to the to the rock. <laughs> yeah, it's, for it's, sure. It's the rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, that was a song called Fifteen Step by Radiohead that I started the podcast out with. And the reason I started it with that song is because the album is celebrating an anniversary today, actually. It came out today, October 10th in 2007. Um, I think it's probably my favorite Radiohead album, Um, even though it's much later in their career. You know, like most of their big albums came in the 90s. But um, something about this album, and they put the second, they did a second album. It was kind of like a deluxe edition, but more than a deluxe edition because there's like eight other songs on it um and they finally put the second disc to this album out on streaming services so you can go check that out there now um shout out to radiohead um but yeah uh we have a special guest for you tonight that is not here yet he will be uh he will the be. studio's gonna get a little scummy tonight yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> um, scumbag fred would be the guest that we are having on tonight and didn't you say that he's like Sort of like part of Weirdos Gang, not, but not really part think, of Weirdos Gang. I know, like they shot. So shout out, shout out to Brian and Weirdos Gang, by the way, or Loki and Weirdos Gang, by the way. Uh-huh. But uh, I know they shot some videos over at, or he shot some videos at Granny Chandelier. Uh-huh. He's also so it's weird because I feel like it was like inevitable that he was gonna be on here. So not only is he affiliated with them, he's also affiliated with like Drew Denton, who's also been on the show as yeah, well yeah. too. So it's got like that Ipsy, like the the Hamtown, like Detroit, uh-huh. like connection. So yeah, uh, gonna happy get him on here, talk about some new music. You got a he had a new album come out earlier this year. So yeah, hell yeah, and I, was, I had a chance to listen to that, and it's really good. So I'll, we'll talk about it more when he gets here. But in the meantime, we're gonna do a little thing, uh, do it a little bit different. Normally we'd go into the beer and. And stuff like that. But um, since we're waiting on our guest, we kind of, since it's hot on our minds, since we both wa- watched it um, just recently within the last couple of days, um, and it's the talk of the town right now, would be this new Dave Chappelle stand-up skit oh or boy. special 
that was um, recorded here in Detroit, actually. Yeah, um, at, the, at Fillmore. the Fillmore. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to the Fillmore. Shout yeah. out to Dave for doing, you know, doing bringing the Detroit out. Because I know he was on that Big Sean album too. And yeah. it's it's ironic when it comes full circle where yeah. the infamous show where uh, Danny Danny Brown. Brown got him real real high and he uh, he bombed apparently. That I've show. heard from but a fr- yeah. I ha- I've heard from a friend of Danny's that he doesn't like. Um, that story like he was like and em- he's like embarrassed about it I, he doesn't I bet like he is. he's like i, I don't he's he like is. i did i really didn't want that to be on i don't uh, no. think that i would be proud of that dave Chappelle is like a very renowned like comedian yeah and he really you know he's known for like just like delivery and stuff yeah. like that and jokes and then this is like his one of his first like big like, rare because he doesn't he probably didn't tour that much at this point because he was like missing for like 10 yeah. years mind you so he come back and then like his first like one of his first like big shows and he just gets super high and bombs. Yeah, yeah, I, would, yeah. I, I would not want to be a part of that either. Well, I, I, I think he didn't like the way it was framed because people like thought it was like Danny was like the one that like laced his weed or something. He's like, dude, it was uh, just gas. He was like, all I was doing was just smoking weed. Like my weed. Sorry that Dave wasn't <laughs> used to rapper weed, but this is the shit that I got. Sorry, Dave wasn't used to rapper weed. <laughs> oh, man. But um, anyways, we're gonna talk about the special a little bit. And it's funny, too, because he kind of opens the thing saying he did it in Detroit because of how much shit he talked about in Detroit in the previous <laughs> Netflix specials. So that was kind of funny. He's like, might as well just um, close it here. But having said that, so there's all this controversy about it because um, obviously he talks heavily about the trans community in it. Um, and it comes full circle at the end. But my... And, and, and basically the message that he's trying to say is, you know, that he's a black guy and that, you know... if everyone's going to take these punches, especially from Dave. This is like something everyone's included in who's going to get talked shit about by Dave Chappelle. He talks about white people, black people, you know, every gay community, trans community. He's going to talk about you. Having said that, I think he went on way too long on this special on that topic. It was pretty much the entire special was was, on that topic. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, he's talking about that. He's talking about like uh, negotiating the release of the, the baby. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, like you said, came full circle with his friend. That da- was a Daphne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The tra- uh, trans person who unfortunately took her own life mm-hmm. due to that. Like that. I mean, if you guys want to hear that whole story, we're not going to talk about it. Just yeah, watch it's on the special. The special but yeah. Uh, yeah. So my take on it, man, and it, I'm I'm been very conflicted. Here's the way, because I I see what you're doing, and at the same time, not only. Here's the thing. Not everybody can do what Dave Chappelle does and says what Dave Chappelle says because Dave Chappelle has put himself in a platform that can that, you know, people revere it different than like, say, like me or you saying that or even like, a, you know, like a lesser known comedian or something like that. Saying yeah. that. So he definitely gets like us like he definitely gets like a special like platform that not everybody else has. Absolutely. So that's one thing Two. His delivery saved a lot of that, Definitely. I guess, in a way. Because it's, like, it's just certain things, like, if you take it at face value, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yep. But then you, like, really read deeper into it and think about it, like, okay, I get what you're saying. And I get what you're saying, and literally you are the only one that could say this. Totally. <laughs> For the most part. Totally. I mean, I don't think I personally would get up there and say what he says. There are some of the times I, mean, I might have thought something similar to that, but at the same time, it's like, I get what you're saying as far as, say, like, when you're talking about the baby. The, he said the baby, uh, 
saying what he said at Roland Loud Festival was more detrimental to his career than killing somebody at Walmart, yeah. for instance, in self-defense, allegedly, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, there is truth in that aspect. I don't know if I want to go down this wormhole because I don't want to spend too much time on this, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I hear you. So there's truth into what he said in that aspect. At the same time, it's just how it's revered could come off as damaging in a way, totally. I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I I get as a, it's comedy, it's an art form and stuff like that. It's just a matter of, like, respect. I don't know if it's like respecting like community stuff like that, but at the same time, like you said, it's Dave Chappelle. Like everybody, everybody gets it yeah. on that. But it just seems like yeah, he spent way too much time. Like I don't know if I want to say targeting one community is what I want to say there. I don't. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the verbiage I want to use. But he spent way too much time like in that like uh, on, I, on those jokes. I but, agree. I think the spe- I, the 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 bit he did where it came full circle and how he was comparing it to the. The plight of black folks. Um, that was all like that. It, it all came together in that part, and I feel like that could have been it. Like you could have just spent five to ten minutes on this, and then had like a funnier special. I, and that's my biggest problem with this special is not that it's uh, I'm not offended by it or anything like that. I just think that if you're gonna be super offensive in your jokes, it better be fucking hilarious. And I think this is easily his least funny special that he's ever done. Um, it, and I'm not saying it's, it's not funny, and I'm not saying it doesn't have moments. And here's the here's the double-edged sword of that, right? It as comedy, like comedian, especially with how we live in a like more of like a I don't want to say this, but like a PC culture mm-hmm. in the, these days and stuff like that. I I used to be one of those people where like oh people get into offensive, people get into sensitive. The more I'm like and 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 I'm I'm kind of off of that now to be honest with you. I'm starting to like realize from like different points of view of people and stuff like that that yeah it could be revered one way where yo this is damaging, this is fucked up. Like you are perpetuating transphobic stereotypes and stuff like that. I I get where they're coming from in that aspect. At the same time, I also get, like, the comedian's dilemma of totally. walking the line of, you know, telling... Because comedians are storytellers. Mm-hmm. So you're telling, like, you know, your thoughts and stuff like that, and it's your job to kind of make it, like, you know, funny in a delivery and stuff like that, and Dave Chappelle is the king of the delivery. Yeah. He really is. Uh, my thing with that is when talking about... When he's talking about, like, say, like, the how he ties it into, like, he's like, I'm not attacking, like, the trans community. In fact, like, that's not what I was going for. I'm actually really just talking about, like, how white people put, you know, like, still find a way to, like, finesse shit and mm-hmm. get out yeah. of, like, talking about black issues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In a way. So when he's talking about, like, the Sojourn, Sojourn, uh, Sojourner Truth story and stuff like that, when talking about like, women's suffrage and stuff like that and how they didn't want her to speak and everything like yeah. that. I get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I absolutely get it. And how it was delivered was prime for Dave Chappelle. Yeah. However, you got to think about, like, say, the Chappelle show and stuff like that. That was, like, 04, 05. We come from that. Mind you, we had no business watching that at that time. <laughs> but we come from that. But, like, say, like, the younger generation, like the 2000, like, Gen Zs, they don't fucking know that. No, they don't get it. Exactly. And also, <laughs> we live in everything where everything is dissected into small little uh, palatable clips for the internet. And if you just take 
little small bits out of that stand-up and throw them on the internet, fuck yeah, they're going to look offensive. But you're not seeing the full picture and the point that he's trying to make if you don't watch the whole thing. And here's my other thing. When things are rooted in... See, I'm a humongous stand-up comedy fan. I love it. Most of the podcasts I listen to do are comedy-based. And they say wild offensive shit on these fucking things all the time. And I feel like... If it's not rooted in actual hate and you're not actually feeling this way and you're trying to make a fucking joke about it, I don't see the problem with it. And and my thing is this, like, sure, be outraged, be mad. That That's totally within your right. Go on the internet, post about it. That's fine, too. But when people start calling for people's jobs or the boycott of Netflix or the boycott, boycott of Dave Chappelle because, it, because you are the one that chose to be offended... That's stupid yeah, to me. Like that's you, stupid to you, me. You chose to be offended. You did. That's, it's that's, your choice to be offended, right? It's your choice to be offended, right? It's I not, mean, it's not anyone it's else's. Not, no, it's not, it's not a choice me. to be offended. It could actually trigger emotions and totally, shit like that I, that, too, bro. Totally. Like, that's, oh no, no, and, no. That, and when it, when emotions get triggered, that's right. not really but, like okay. A but choice. here's here's the point that I'm making on that. It's it's the, the you're the one you're the offended party, so don't fucking go there for don't consume this content this content ain't for you dave Chappelle is not brand new I mean, he's been doing this shit since the early or since the mid 90s bro like if if you're not if this content is a, offensive to you then don't keep coming back to it that's <laughs> another thing too yeah i mean it's, it's like the person that you know on facebook is toxic and you always want to argue with them, but yet you just, you know, you just get into it just to get into mm-hmm. it. But you don't, instead of simply just unfollowing or unfriending that person, mm-hmm. you keep coming back to it. You're going to look for flaws. You're going to want to argue. You're going to want to be able to start some shit to take that shit down. So I, I get what you're saying in that aspect. I just think like the wordage of like when the choice to be offended, it's not really a choice if like your emotions are triggered with that. So that's sure. the, that's that's what I meant by that. By yeah, for, for sure. So, yeah. And you're, you're right on that. But um, and then on the other thing is, I think what really and, and this and we'll we'll wrap it up after this. But and I think the what really plays into what he was saying, which makes what he was saying kind of factual is the the bull, the hypocrisy in the outrage. So, like, you had the showrunner for Dear White People, which I didn't even know about this prior to this, right? So the showrunner for Dear White People said that she's going to boycott Netflix until they take down Dave Chappelle's thing because <laughs> she's a trans woman, right? Right. The fucking showrunner for Dear White People is a white person. <laughs> and this is literally a show which is telling the traumatic stories of black folks. And you're gonna, yeah. literally like, yeah. that shit is so yeah. funny to me. So yeah. like, <laughs> like, like that's just like. I saw that. It's just so funny, man. Like, that's ridiculous. And that plays right into what he's saying. So, um, It's just like when... And I remember when he was talking about uh, the girl that was – this is the last thing I'll talk about the special, by the way. Uh-huh. But I remember he was talking about, like, he was drinking at some bar or something like that. And the girl – and, like, the mom of some girl or something like that that was an actress in Hollywood. And she showed him a photo. And he's like, you know, she's transgender. She's like, oh, yeah, she does know who I am. And then she <laughs> met said girl in a, at the bar or something like that yeah. just randomly. Yeah. And he was, like, two black gay dudes or something like that. And then she was talking about, like, my people have suffered for decades doing hands. Yeah. And then he was looking at the two black dudes like, y- y'all going to chime in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I thought that was pretty so funny. I, th- there's aspects I get it, man. It's just like Dave Chappelle is the only one that can really, yeah. like, I, I I won't even say slide with it because he's not he's not gonna I don't know if he's gonna slide like I don't no, think he fine. just can't. yeah he's, he's, he's clearly like, fine but I but just yeah I think my he's the only one that would say something like that yeah and 
to the platform because he get, he he has worked himself into that yeah. platform. And like you said, like he. Ooh, I don't want to go into this right now. <laughs> like, uh, so you know when he was talking about the uh, when they were wearing the black dresses at the like for like the Me Too thing and stuff like that as like the boycott. And we're not oh, yeah, like, yeah. it's not really boycotting, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were wearing Showing black dresses for it and stuff like that. Yeah. There's truth in that, and I hate to say it. Like, I, I, there's something that could have maybe. I this is why I don't, I'm 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 gonna stay out of that. But I, I just think that not showing up to the Golden Globes or something like that possibly would have even been a better thing to the, than just showing up and just wearing black and stuff. I agree. Like that. Like, yeah, it's kind of like I, the, I, I don't I I really. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of comparable to all the people that were like, it's like I'm walking fake with the cause for a day when they just blacked out their fucking Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's like it's like the the fair weather activist. Yeah, type totally, deal. Like, man. You're, yep. you're being an activist because it's cool. Yep. Because it's totally. trendy and exactly. shit like that. And that's what the problem is with that stuff. Because I, I see way too much of that yeah. shit. Like in general, like it's on social media and stuff like that. Like. That like if it's not, and that kind of goes into what you're talking about. Like, where's the root of it at? Yeah. Like, where's the root of your activism? Is it just in clout, or is it just because you actually give a fuck about this exactly type deal? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, no, totally, I agree. Because I remember, I remember that day when everything was blacking out their tw- or Instagrams. I'm like. I know who you voted for, and this is phony. <laughs> right, no, man. It's just like you're doing it just to look cool type shit. <laughs> totally. Like, it's that, f- and, I, and I hate that type of person. I just like the clout chasing, like, person that just want to just do shit just because it's trendy, man. And it's just like, no, cut that shit out. That shit's corny to me. Yep, yep, I agree. Like, we know, I mean, I know, especially, like, like you said, like, I know who you are. I know what you stand for <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, why the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. this? Yep. But anyways, uh, since we're on the topic of black entertainment, we don't want to spend all day on Dave Chappelle. The only other thing before I get our guests here that I wanted to touch on quickly was the only hip or the only award show that really ever matters to me because they have most of the performance and stuff, and that's the Hip Hop Awards on BET, uh, which went down last week. And I like this award show. I guess the Grammys is okay too because it's mostly performance based. You know what I mean? You get your few awards on TV. But you got all the ciphers and stuff, and I always like that. I like to watch the hip hop awards because of the ciphers, honestly. And this year, I felt like the ciphers were weak sauce, bro. Like the only one that I thought was good was the the intro one that had um, Tierra Whack and Samino and like D Smoke and I think someone else. Oh, Grip was on the, it too. The Simba one was dope too. Which one? Simba. I don't remember the, him. I think he was like the third one. I never heard of him before till that cipher, but he got like reposted, reposted by like Royce and a bunch of other people. Maybe I too. missed that yeah. one. No, it was like one of the like the third one. I want to say I, I never heard of him. I never heard of this kid before till the cipher. But uh-huh. yeah, I think his name was Simba, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, uh, see if I can pull this up. Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought that was the first cipher was cool. Tierra Whacker's a beast. I thought Samino. Yeah, I mean, I you, thought he won y'all, the cipher. Yeah, no, it's, it is public knowledge at this point about how I feel about Tierra. Yeah, Wack, for sure, so. absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, she killed. Samino killed. Um, performance wise, I think Isaiah Rashad was phenomenal. I didn't like Baby King's performance. I loved it. I, I didn't. I thought I, it was I really sweet. Didn't. I don't know why I didn't. It just seemed like really. He just seemed like really like stiff to me. See, I thought yeah. he was locked in because he was one of the only ones that on the whole stage that wasn't rapping over a backing track and was actually like rapping and you could hear him clearly. Who, who was the first person that performed like the first uh female that performed? 
Obia, she yeah. was all over the backing track, wasn't she? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like her. <laughs> I like that song a lot. That uh, whole lot of money in this motherfucker. I like that song because it's kind of swaggy, but like, um, yeah, it was a boring performance. But um, yeah, well, uh, we're gonna take a quick break because our um, our guest has arrived. But we will be back with you here in a couple seconds. I toast up some beers for you guys. Yep, we'll be it's back pumpkin with pumpkin spice season, baby. See you in a minute. Peace. So we are back from our little break here now because our guests have arrived in the studio. Um, and joining us here now, we got Scumbag Fred. Welcome to, being, or welcome to the podcast. Appreciate that, bro. And then we also got Warlock sitting next to him. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for coming on here. Um, while you guys were pulling up here, we were just kind of wrapping up talking about uh, the Chappelle shows or the Chappelle stand-up and then uh, the hip-hop awards a little bit. Um, but yeah, we kind of wanted to go right into these beers that we got um, to start this back up. So, E-Man, tell us what you brought this week. All right. So, as you guys know, this is October, right? And in October, marks the beginning of fall. You got baseball season about to wrap up. So, one other big thing about it is pumpkin spice season, <laughs> right? It's uh, it's the basic bitch season going here. <laughs> I was just gonna say the same thing. <laughs> so over from here, like I, Eric, can you bleep that out, please? I don't want anybody to come for me. So, <laughs> so we have a uh, pumpkin spice bean flicker from my side. I feel like it's kind of festive. It's fitting for what he got. I actually really love the bean flicker, and I was just talking about it. I'm surprised outside has never got popped off that name. I like, but, it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah man. It's actually not too over. It's not too overpowered on the pumpkin either. It's very balanced. Like still got like that coffee like maltiness kind of sweet. It's actually really really good. So, yeah, because yeah. usually pumpkin stuff be like raunchy. raunchy <laughs> yeah. yep. I agree. It'll be, like it'll just fuck you up with pumpkin. So right. Yeah. Right. And I've never been a big fan of pumpkin pie. So it's me like, either. I'm, yeah. all, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sweet I'm a sweet potato <laughs> yeah. guy. For sure. But as we do uh, on this podcast, as we're sipping up these new beers, we like to toast to the uh, birthdays of some of the people that we like in the celebrity world. And holy shit, do we do we get compile we a, a laundry list of them? So I'm gonna roll through this. them pretty quickly here. There's a lot of y'all uh, Libras out there. Yeah, we're gonna roll through <laughs> them and then we're gonna play some of the music for you, so you can uh, so we can sip on this beer and you can hear some music. So we got ASAP Rocky this week, uh, Jarrell Jerome, who's from The Shy, which is a show I really like right now. Uh, Nick Cannon, G Erbo, CL Smooth from Pete Rock and CL Smooth, uh, Flying Lotus, Chuck English, Bruno Mars, Chevy Chase, uh, Johnny Ramone. R.L. Stein wrote all them Goosebumps books. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Miz from Wrestling, Tony Braxton, Charles Woodson, Yo-Yo Ma, uh, Tony Dungy. The Miz dropping songs. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just E-Man's a wrestling fan, so we threw him in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Tony Dungy, Jesse Eisenberg, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Steve Miller, Grant Hill, Derek Rose, uh, Black Thought. Maya, David Lee Roth, and Brett Favre. Holy Jesus, Christ, that man. was a long ass list. <laughs> the Miz, more famously for uh, well, well, the Inferno. Remember that <laughs> yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I guess it's funny that you said, is he rapping? Because there literally was a song released this week with oh, The you, Rock on it. You know, so today, oh, today, today is Tech wow. Nine Appreciation Day for me, by the way. <laughs> today, today is Tech Nine Appreciation Day. <laughs> well, Shout out Tech Nine. Yeah, We're going to get into nine. some of these tunes, though, while we sip up this beer. So starting it off is a little bit of ASAP Rocky. Here you go. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh. All I 
think about is life. Nights sipping on Sprite. Lil' codeine, nigga, get though right. Two blind dykes wanna kiss all night. I just pray to God that the shit go right. Little arguments and the fist don't fight. Fuck a dog hoe when the bitch gon' bite. ASAP, nigga, sip Chris all night. Shut up all Kelly hoes getting pissed on twice. Damn high young nigga, kiss all night. Running like hell, like sitting on ice. Fuck broke, trying to be rich all night. Kelly hoes getting pissed on twice. Going. Up until Westside Gun came in, ASAP had my favorite ad lib. <laughs> Westside Gun does have a Oh, yeah, he's got a great ad lib. A little bit of G Airbo and T Grizzly, Detroit. Yeah. All right, what up, my nigga? Talk to him. Rich niggas with me, real niggas with me, real killers with me. Send a nigga six feet, we be toting big heat. Get your whip, Swiss cheese. Think I'm out of Tennessee, bitch. I'm with the Grizzlies. Rappers out of town, but we savages at the crib. Yeah, this shit is very tough. Yeah, it's not like some Detroit shit. Yep. Thing, but it's yeah, okay. I'm say, uh, like, <laughs> Warner, three or Warner, three hundred, whoever the fuck it is, stop coming for us. Bro. Right, right. Well, P Rock and CL smooth to calm us down a little bit. Rock is crazy with these beats. Ghetto of the mind. Once again, back to attack. CL Smooth. Talk about the ghetto. Yeah. Ghetto of the mind. Let me hear what you got. I catch your body at a party, sort of herbal with the More Detroit music. A little Chuck English with the cool kids. Nigel said I'm good, they get that ink on my bicep, I get 
Busy as a bee on my bike grips. If I can't walk this sidewalk, I can fly this. Bitch, and I'm flying. It's tied to the side. That's the flag that I'm flying. Add to the fact that it all coincides with these wheels that I'm riding. Three point mags make you think that I'm gliding. Shit, nigga, I ain't lying. I got a long rap sheet that'll say that I'm tied in. Pedal down the hook, yeah, yeah. it's wheelies on the front. Pedal down the hook, yeah, yeah. it's wheelies on the front. Come on, the dino with the black mag, black mag, dino with the black mag, black mag, black. Change a little vibe up here, a little Ramones action. <laughs> I, I love this fucking song though. Go some, go some British punk. Four hours ago, I wanna be sedated. <laughs> I feel like this fits you, like, this, like, vibe right here. Yeah, <laughs> and last but certainly not fucking least, Black Thought and the Roots. So mad we missed the roots at Russell. Oh I've seen them a few times, but I didn't even know they were gonna be here. Yeah. But we were out of town, so fuck it. And then Lupe was here last night. So. Shout out to Russell Industrial. listen to the roots all day yeah, now man. this bean flicker bro is kind of fucking delicious yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, fucking yeah. delicious i actually really <laughs> like coffee beers man like i'm, I'm a big coffee guy so to me it does it. Beer, like it's, it's got like that like that maltiness you notice on like the back end of it like you know what it tastes like stuff. to me it tastes like a gingerbread cookie <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, it's got that it feel is. to it, it a little bit it you know what like i'm saying gingerbread cookie. Yeah. i like it so like so they just—is this the first year they've done like a pumpkin spice one? Because Bean Flicker has like a like an actual like a normal. There's one, a reg- right? there's just regular Bean Flicker, right. which is like the regular coffee beer. But yeah, I think this might be. Yeah, this is definitely the first like time I've seen the pumpkin spice variant of it. Shout out to Outside Ales though. They do have a lot of cool, interesting um, beer, and I always fuck with the the little artwork they do on their Outside, cans. They out always of Grand have, Haven. Yeah, oh, they yeah. always have cool looking artwork. So oh, yeah. shout out to them. Um, yeah, I would definitely drink this again. How how much uh, alcohol is in this bad boy? Four point five. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah, either. it's really really drinkable, man. Yeah. So uh, easy to drink, get a little buzz going. Yeah, please move. I'll get my basic bitch on with this. Right. <laughs> in the words of our uh, in the words of our guests here, it only gets worse. So let's get into it. So yeah, man. Uh, let's talk about the project. What's up? All right. <laughs> so I got a chance to listen to it. Actually, got a chance to listen. You. Just the artwork, for instance, first of all, like stands out to me a lot for you. You got like the girl with the ass cheeks and the fishnets and one of them. <laughs> uh, what's that? The arch nemesis. Uh, just very like Thundercat esque one right here, Scumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Uh, but for it only gets worse, man. I was just really like your production style, for instance, is just so like. It's like really instrumental and like gritty, and that's why I like about it. For me too. Yeah. 
I appreciate that, man. Like, um, it really just like come down to like catching a vibe, and if it works, it works. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's going into like the like process for this album? Like, what you want to like? What was it with that called? one? Like, I had a whole another album called Scoundrel that I was about to drop, but it just didn't seem like cohesive with uh the rest of the, my uh tapes. Okay. So I was just like, all right, we can we can put together some really good and that's it only gets worse. All right. I'm trying like for you like I'm trying to figure out like influence cuz I was cause just going to ask like, the same question cuz I, like, I, I love I hear a lot of ODB like like early like Wu-Tang. I can hear a little bit of I Future in there too. I could hear like a lot of like Odd Future like, not in the sound. I I think Odd, Odd Future as in like and, the style of I think Odd Future in the way that those guys kind of like led this charge of like let's make shit that is not sounding like everything else. Yeah, you know and, what that's what I, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Not like the actual different. music, but like the I feel aesthetic. That. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Um, it's uh easily comparable just because like people are like quick to like put stuff in like you know what I'm saying different categories, mm-hmm. right? And. So, uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it, you know. What right. Saying? What would you say? Like, I mean, what are you? Uh, I'm trying because it's just you. You got a really unique thing going, and I'm just trying to figure out like what what influenced like, you to what make influenced this you to get to. Oh no, we yeah. we've been doing this for years. Like, it took a long time to like really craft the sound and to like make it sound like that because like yeah, it's been like almost ten years. Like in next year and uh like i said we just sat and cultivated it like mm-hmm. really worked and it worked this is something i've been asking our guests since we got back is you know we've only done um like a handful now back in the studio since the pandemic and shit and we've been asking people like what was that time like for you as far as making art was it was it, fucked. Uh, it was fucked <laughs> fuck. for me like like uh, live performance is a big aspect mm-hmm. in mine. And uh, when it was just, like, out of nowhere, you everything's cut off, it was like, damn, it put me in, a like, a different mindset about my music, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's interesting, because some people have been like, yeah, you know, like, I got a lot of writing done, but then I've also heard people be like, yeah, I had opportunities to stay and write, but what the fuck am I writing about? Because we're not out living, you know what I mean? We're yeah. just like, I don't really have a whole lot of subject matter. I mean, but no, that, that's never a problem about writing songs. Like, we, we, anytime we together, we can get the shit done. Like, it's kind of crazy, like, how many songs get made, like, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and since now that things are starting to kind of open back up a little bit, it's not all the way open back up, Do you have you guys... Got any shows together, or are you guys working on that again? Yeah, sir. We was just in Cleveland two nights ago. Oh, nice. And that was a pretty good show. And then on the 30th, we're about to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, shit. And that's going to be a a real cool show. They really fuck with us out there. So Hell, yeah. Do you have anything coming up in Detroit? Because I would like to see what you uh, are Not not right now. Yeah? Yeah. Keep me posted, though, on Instagram or something like that, because I would... Definitely like to check it out. That's right, a big so, bit, bro. Yeah. Like, where are you from? Are you from Detroit? Are you from MC? Like, where? Wh- I'm from Sumter. Sumter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sumter, Michigan. All That's right. where I grew up at. All right. I'm trying to figure like how. So, how did you get connected to like some of the people I see you connected with? I guess in a way. Uh, just the years of work we put in, um, got me 
and the rest of the group just like really connected between like different cities and different artists that like fuck with us the long way and just want us to pop up random places you know what i'm saying right. so it's like cool that we like put in the work for this amount of years and it's like really folding out for itself now yeah. okay like one thing i noticed too and like Cause like Neil said, I'm a big wrestling fan, and like one of the things I just like just looking at you on Instagram and stuff like that, like you have like that image like down of that, and I just feel like that's just you, and anyway, yeah, just like turned up to like eleven. I like to like play the character like I right. created now. Like it took me a long time to like figure out who I was in this rap shit for real, like right. until like, but now it is it's solidified, bro. Like it's shit forever. Hell yeah, bro. Where did the name come from? Because yeah. I personally <laughs> love the fucking name. I think Scumbag Fred is awesome. <laughs> so I kind of want to hear where you came or where you got that from. Uh, I was chilling with Warlock, and I was telling him straight up, like, I need something else to add on to Fred because I was just running with Fred for a minute. But I needed something else to, like, you know what I'm saying, just, like, make it pop more. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't even tell him when I was going to do it. It was just like a... a a random change, like, uh-huh. it's this scumbag now. I don't even know, like, why I did it, honestly. At the time, I was, on, like, in a way different mind frame, so, mm-hmm. like, shit, it worked. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I think yeah. it's it makes me want to listen, because I'm always looking for, like, unique shit, and, like, I was just texting with my friend before this. She's like, who's the guest tonight? I was like, scumbag Fred. She was like, God, I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit's tight, man. It works. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, any upcoming music, too? I know you just dropped, but... Like anything else coming? Uh yeah, I'm about to drop an album called uh The Roach Motel. And that's about to be like some top tier music from me for real. Okay. And I feel like the fans really gonna eat this music up. Hell yeah, man. You are but actually He just dropped a tape called Talking Out the Side My Neck. Okay. And All right. Yeah, we're like, let's talk about you right for now. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So because I, I, I'm be honest, I really don't know much about your music. I didn't know you were coming, so I'm trying to like figure it out. But yeah, so where'd you get like your start at? And talk about your new music, man. Talking out the side of your neck. Uh, uh yeah, talking out my side of my neck was uh, just a project I just released. Um, it's a little EP, and um, it was just something I just came out with because like, you know, I just wanted to like put out some more harder like music. You know what I'm saying? And um. It's really I, aggressive. Yeah, it's really yeah. aggressive, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm more of like a um like when I first started I was really lyrical, you know, putting on the boom bap type type beats and stuff. Okay. So I you know, I like to do like type different styles every time I make a um make an album, you know. I like that. Yeah, yeah. so that's why um it's a five track EP, you know what I'm saying? But it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's on YouTube that's and on all thing. stream all streaming services. I'm about to pull it up Taylor, right yeah. now so we can get a little taste of it. We're gonna play one of each of your songs here so I can That's some really hard tracks on that. So you say like you switch it up every project. So you you kinda seem like one of like the versatile guys and stuff like that. Like you can go like you can like bar up with anybody, you can mm-hmm. go like the True. Race one side. of our you can go one of our uh highest viewed songs, like that was on it only gets worse. It's a uh, singing song with uh, just like melodies on it, you know what I'm saying? Right. We were not spitting no bars for real. We just like singing, mm. and uh, it, that's got like the most views off that album because people like, like, what is this, bro? Like, we we don't do this often, you know? Okay, what I'm saying? but it's cool to be like able to like make different songs 
and like people don't expect what's gonna play out there. Right, it kind of like tricks yeah. people's like ears because you like I feel like you have like that one perception of something like that, and then you do some different shit, and then like oh I, I didn't know you could do this. Right, this is dope. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, on this project, which one should you should I play for the peoples? Um, uh, you can play Haven Wick. Okay, cool. This one is Haven Wick from Warlock mm-hmm. off his uh, new EP, Talking Out the Side of Your Neck. Hopefully I don't get an ad right off the rip. Oh, I'm definitely going to. Uh, <laughs> Always. with the gu- YouTube is getting like ridiculous that, yeah. with this Remember shit, when man. YouTube, right, like, when it was just the two guys created it before Facebook and shit, like, and it was just fucking, you got kicked in the nuts videos and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unforgettable. <laughs> okay. Now I've got it up. <laughs> Scumbag Fred featuring Warlock sitting right next to me. Yes, sir. Um, hold on, I guess I gotta turn YouTube off first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at that. I'm always fucking. This one of them songs where it's like, I never expected yeah. people to like attach to it quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, bitch. And you said. And you said that you would show me all your love, but it was only temporary. And I know that this was probably all a dub Playing games with my heart trying to scare me And you said that you would show me all your love But it was only temporary And I know that this was probably all a dub Playing games with my heart trying to scare me You must not know what you do to me It's amazing how I feel these days Cause I don't even know where I stand And I know that I can be everything But it is only if you let me And I know that there's a lot of girls in this world But the only girl I need is you, baby And I know that I can be I see what you mean. Like, you, like no, nobody that listens to like other music would expect this shit. Like, yeah. 
like this. Yeah, this is this is this is a jam, bro. I appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that a lot. I'm all about listening to shit that's different right now. Like I'm so like tired of hearing the same shit. Like everyone does the same thing now, where it's like, oh, I hear the popular sound. I'm gonna craft my shit to sound exactly that like melodic that. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I different. feel like it's easy to like get caught up in other people's loops. We we really focus on just like our craft and make making sure that we want to drop it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like not just you know what I'm saying. How it would sound to other people for yep. real? Yeah, because yeah, I know like people drop like shit like left and right just to like game the number streams or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like because. Like, the more you drop, the more easier it is to make it playlist. Like, you get noticed more. For sure. Yeah. So, like, people that actually, like, take their time. Like, and you look like, y'all seem like some dudes that actually take your time with shit and actually figure out what exactly you want to put out. And that's what I respect about it. Like, instead of just throwing shit out there and hoping it hits. I appreciate like, so, that, yeah. for real. And, th- and that's, what's, yeah. that's what's important to me as a listener, too, because, like, there's so many people that can, you know, they're afraid. They want to make that wave ride and shit because it's comfortable and it's easy lane to get into. And they don't want that harsh criticism if yeah. you're doing some shit that sounds super left. But I mean, think about like some of the best shit didn't hit right away for critics. Like people didn't fuck with Jay Dilla's Donuts when it first came out. I'm the I'm the type of nigga that I, I just believe, bro. Like if you really are ass at rapping, just like. Practice, bro. Keep releasing, and then eventually mm-hmm. you're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agree. Say everything. Like, <laughs> yep. I'll say Jordan didn't get good shooting, <laughs> like right. his first shot. Yeah, yeah, first like, shot come on now. yeah, yeah. Gotta practice that shit. He for really. Sure. If, if it wasn't for Warlock, man, I I would not be like uh, really. Serious Are you Warlock's right grave on Instagram? No, no, okay. I'm not right. no. Warlock with two K's on Instagram. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an O instead of the A for for the you know Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. For sure. I was like, I'm about to say, I was like, oh, this shit's coming full circle. I just got a random follow from dude with Warlock's great. Not too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's connected. I, I ain't gonna cap. Um, I want to say a couple things. Um, yeah, sure, yeah, man. So, um, when y'all was asking on him about um, what kind of category he in and stuff like that, you know, y'all was talking about like all that stuff. I feel like personally. Like, his music and our music, like, Lunacy, like, we in the, like, advanced, like, we we pretty much making the music before our time, before his time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, like, his music is scumbag music. His scumbag, scumbag Fred music, you know what I'm saying? Our music is just Lunacy music, you know what I'm saying? It's before his time, you know, just like how James Brown said, his music was James Brown music, you know? Hell yeah. So, A lot of our music, I, I sit back and look, look at it, and it's like, I know nobody else on this planet would make some shit like this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, that's a beautiful feeling to have about your music, for real. I mean, you like, you know, just one on one, man. Real yeah. shit. To be one on one. Yep. Just like this number episode that we're on right now. <laughs> one zero one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is episode one on one. Damn. <laughs> but anyway, that's a good segue into our segment since we we're just listening to Scumbag Fred's new album. We do a segment on here called Something Old, Something New each week where we talk about. Um, something new that just like just came out that we're listening to and fucking with, and then something you know that's a little bit older. You know, it doesn't have to be super old, anywhere from five years. Sometimes I go all the way back to the sixties and seventies and right. shit. So, um, yeah, that's what we do on here. And I don't remember who kicked it off last week. Did you or I think I think I, got, I did. I got so. the same artist both times, so it doesn't matter. All right, I'll it, let, it's Tech Nine Appreciation Day for me. I'll let you <laughs> kick. I'll let you kick it off with Tech Nine then uh, right. with, with something old. Something old Tech yep. Nine. All right, man. So 
one of my favorite Make sure rappers. It's not one you already did before. <laughs> you done Mad Tech I've, Nines. I've done a few Tech Nines, <laughs> something those. It's definitely not gonna be one I've done before for sure though. But I always talk, I talk about how I, I just appreciate Tech Nines. Dude, first dude's first album was like fucking 1989. First of all, yep, like a lot yeah, of people don't know that he is the number one like selling independent rapper out. Like in general, like he builds strange music from fucking. Dag have a track with him. Really? Really? Yeah. That's tight. Oh shit. Yeah. Nah, man. It's just like how much I appreciate him and strange music and just what he built and just pretty much said like fuck the mainstream, like you know, yeah, fuck whatever. Yeah, he really it made it his like, own lane he really hard. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, he, you know, he was with uh, like I feel like ICP was responsible for kind of putting him on with like the gathering and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he got, and then he had like that Bob feature with Am I Psycho, and that kind of put him on. Like, and then yeah, the Carter that was Four, kind of a yeah. big song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going with Tech Nine Angelic, man. I'm gonna go 2001 for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is like one of my introduction. I think Caribou Lou was my introduction, so two albums after this. But this one, I went back and listened to it. Like this one, just like the album artwork was kind of crazy. That's when he had his like red hair and shit like that, like the spike hair and hair. Yeah. That's like it's just one of my like people that just like really stands out. And just make shit that's different. Like 2001, everybody was doing the Dirty South shit. Yep. This dude was just doing his own fucking thing. Fact, that's, why, baggy, that's why I fuck with it. Baggy pants and white yep. tees. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> what track should I play off this album, uh, E-Man? Einstein. Einstein? Einstein Tech 9. Einstein Tech 9. Man, there's a lot of tracks on this fucking yeah, album, too. Holy shit. Um, without further ado, here's Tech 9 off of Angelic Einstein Tech 9. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in hand. Who was? Day. Great day. Yeah, he was like, was he like the kid that was like talking shit to him? Oh, that's crazy. Loki, that's a good movie, bro. Hancock is a tight ass movie. I like that. Very underrated. Yeah, funny. I classify that as a superhero movie. Absolutely. Well, anyways, um, so on to mine. I have two albums, but it's combined into one topic. Um, because as we've been doing on this show, we've been kind of gearing up for these versus battles as they come out. Wow. And the newest versus battle that we're about to get is Big Daddy Kane versus KRS-1. I am one. so ready for this shit. It- <laughs> so I'm fucking excited. And so today... KRS, my shred. Oh, yo. K- so, my shred. So K- for, I got KRS-1. For me, it's KRS-1 for sure. Because the thing about KRS-One, bro, and I, and I might have to redo so. All right, so I went by their first solo albums today. That's what I listened to for my something old. I got Big Daddy Kane's Long Live the Kane, um, which came out in 1988. And um, KR, or in, um, yeah, KRS-One's first solo album came out in 93. So it, it's kind of hard to compare them 
because Boogie Down Productions was the group that KRS-One was in the in the 80s. Crew. Yeah. Um, but Scott LaRock died. Um, but so his first album came in the 90s when production was getting a little bit different, you know? Like mm-hmm. early Big Daddy Kane, it's got that real, Yeah, like, it was a like, different like, step. Yeah. Boom, boom, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it's a little bit hard to compare them. Plus, with KRS, you get like, they throw so much of like the dance hall shit in there. And like, you get like the it's, fucking- It's so much. And it's got, you got to think about like the, like just the delivery and the flows too. It's like KRS-1 is just so like- Energy, like yep, just you so, up, like so in your energy. face, yep. and Big Daddy Kane is just more like swaggy, you know. Like, Super, yeah, that's so exactly that's a great. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's totally exactly how it is. And you know what else is that? I uh, something that I noted today too is they slow. I feel like once the '90s hit, like the BPMs of the beat kind of started to slow down a little bit, and it came a little bit like, like a little more swag to it, a little bit like a better bounce to it. Like, I'll yeah. give you an example. So. Here's the track that I like a lot off Big Daddy Kane's album. This song is called uh, so- song is called Raw, and it's kind of a fast up pace shit. And then I'll play the KRS one. There's a lot of rappers these days using Big Daddy Kane's stuff. And like you hear this record, you know exactly what era it came out in. You know what I mean? Like right off the rip, you can tell it's shit. It's crazy to see like people like take that flow still and it, it's that old and it still know? works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely rips on this song. I start to go, my rhymes will flow, so get up and dance, cause Kane says so. If you were lounging around, it's time to get up. Pardon my expression, but I'ma tear shit up. I appear right here, scan dear. A mere musketeer that would dare to compare. I do declare, getting busy is where it's at. From what you're saying, you wouldn't get a point for that. Cause you're a featherweight, and your rhymes you carry light. But I drop bass just like Barry White. So how could you think that you pose a threat? You say you're rocking, how many shows you get? All your vocals go local on the MIC. Mines go a great distance, like AT&T. I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. Nothing you can do to this. Fuck around with Kane and come out. All right, but then, all right, so you got that. Right. That's like super, like, boom, like early, early, like, DJ, face, like, you know, right? in your yeah. face. Yeah. And then you got, like, shit like this by, by fucking KRS, where I'm like, this is a little bit more palatable for my taste. Of course, all the hardcore heads, this one goes out to you. Crank up the volume one time. I got 13-7 KRS-1, though. That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that dirty. This is nasty. KRS-1's choruses were always super tough. Yeah, dude. The first time I heard these niggas was that uh that Get Rich or Die Trying movie. That oh, shit, really? Curtis Blow. Yeah. He said that uh, I know a crack dealer by the name of Had to buckle down with my You also got this too, which is like been sampled by every fucking uh, techno DJ ever. Delta sign on the bottom. That's just gonna go up. No, <laughs> on top of that, what's the what's yeah. the one where they what's the one where they, where they got the the female vocalist in the beginning? I don't know. I think I know that, which one. Oh man, hold up! I forget what the name of the song. Hold up! I got I got this. It's a uh, step in the world. Step into a world. By KRS. Yeah. Hey, bro, but you were saying you fuck with the horror movies? Oh, man. Yes, big time. 
I'm sure what you're talking about real quick. Oh, okay. This shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that shit, shit. That shit sounds like it could be up. in a horror movie right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not in the girl. top of that. The fucking drums haven't even came in. You already know what the shit gonna be. Right? Yeah, it's just like, yep. You know it's coming in. All <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So What's shout out to KRS One. Though, my favorite horror movie. Ooh, ooh, man. Uh, it, and then the thing is like. Psych, you got like psychological, you got like the slasher shit, you got like horror movie period. just in general, bro. Yeah. Honestly, fuck. I can't think of overall. I can think of like my favorite from like the last right, like well, fifteen name, like, years. Top, like top three. Dude. Last house on the left is fucking fire, just because oh, of the yeah, con- just because yeah. of the plot twist in it. Uh, like I'm a big sucker for like plot twist and shit like that. Uh, I always was a big fan of uh, like the VCR shit was dope. VCR was weird, bro. VCR was that like just was different. Was like, VCR was like a good movie though. You ever it. seen a uh, Hell House LLC? I don't think so. Where the one where they like have like the haunted houses and stuff. They have like a haunted house. They uh they rent it out or something like that, and like was like like uh having people come through. But then like the actors would just start just murdering motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Do you see that shit? No, I ain't All right, I got a question Damn. for you guys since Damn. you're buffs. So they were just talking on this radio show that I listened to where they were talking about like the there's a, this new list that came out, like a brand new one this year of the scariest movies of all time. Mm. And number one was some shit I'd never even heard of before. It's called The Host. Have you guys heard I've of The Host? I've never heard of that one. They said it's the scariest movie of all it. time, and I never even heard of it. Um, and I texted Sebo yeah. and our resident friend who's obsessed with horror movies, and he was like, Talking about the Asian movie? I was like, I don't know, man. I never even heard of this shit. Let me look this up real quick. Let's see if I can find any information. Does uh, Battle Royale count as a horror movie, or is that like... 2006 film. Mm. Oh, it is a... Wait, oh shit! It's like it's kind of like it's kinda, it's like 2001. That's oh, what the Hunger right. Games was based on. Damn. Yeah, it was like the kids. It was like That's the crazy. yeah they were like a hundred kids or something like that, and they like fight to the death. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty much like the Hunger Games, but like way more like gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, okay, that makes sense now to me. So this this movie is um, South Korean. And them motherfuckers are killing uh, yeah, it with these goddamn yes. movies, Squid man. Game. So, Squid so one of the dudes that I, I recognize one Bong, Ju- Bong Joon Ho is actually in Squid Game, who's also in this film, and he's also in this dope ass Korean zombie movie called Train to Busan. Train to Busan was fire right too. Now. That Train, shit is hard. Train to Busan is fire. <laughs> that name sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen the trailer for it or anything. Yeah, I, I didn't either, but I might yeah. have to go home and try to check this shit out, especially knowing that it's this shit now. It's Squid Game you, good, though. Squid Game is good. I've been waiting to watch it. It's, it's, it's easy to cool, crush, man. Like, it's really easy. So here's the only thing, bad. though, is like I watched like the overdub version, you know, the English overdubs, and a lot of like Korean people on the internet were saying that if you watch the overdub version, it almost like takes like a lot of the great dialogue and content See, this out is, of it. You that, know what I, I mean? hate like, a, so I hate a sub translate. versus dub anime person so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, have y'all I ever seen that. Have y'all ever seen The Thing? Oh, yeah, with the little blob thing? Uh, it's like in the 80s? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of starts as a blob, but then it turns huge. Yeah, like, but he got me hip to it the other day. That's a, oh, that's a, a classic, gnarly yeah. Yeah. horror John movie, bro. The Mist. I was not yeah. hip to it. And I was like, man, this is an old-ass movie. Speaking of which, guess what? Uh, they're, oh, yeah. they're rebooting Hellraiser, apparently. Ooh, There's a reboot what? coming. And I guess like, the, the, the new pinhead is like a, is a woman. Um, wow. Yeah. 
That's what I, I feel like that's all they're doing nowadays. It's like, let's remix some shit with, we're going to take the white people and turn it them black, or we're going to take the men and turn them women. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it better yeah. be hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hellraiser is, like, one of my favorite series in general, just because, like... That shit is That filthy. dude, like, Pinhead, because he fucking, he was just literally out to fucking torture motherfuckers. <laughs> like, he just took to change like, and shit and stuff like that. It was, like, no reason for, like, the people he was going to get right. to. It's right? not like, like he gets more powerful or anything. He just wanted to do the shit. Y'all, <laughs> see, like, the, y'all see the new uh, Candyman yet? Yeah, bro. It was I, a good flick. I thought it was good, but, like... I don't know. I, fe- I left the theater kind of feeling indifferent a little bit. I was like, when it ended, I was like, that's it? Man, they had him looking gnarly. They did the have him looking right. crazy, though. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I didn't I didn't see it. Well, I, I thought you saw it already. I, so here's the thing. Lindsay and I went to go see it, and it, we went to, uh, shout out to the fucking Dearborn Drive-In, by the way, that, uh-huh. that Fort Wyoming. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> so we went. So we went there, and my allergies were kicking in, and I literally had to bail out like 45 oh, minutes in the movie, because I could damn. not, yeah. Fucking shout out my sinuses and shit. I like the way Jordan <laughs> Peele, like, uh, Jordan Peele's good at using the right music and shit in his movies to make that shit sound yeah. like scary as fuck. Like, the, like the, sure. he, like, the downplayed twisted. version of I Got Five on it and Us, like, that shit was crazy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we trying to get into the horror movie game, bro. Yeah, like, I think really, you should. We, you? uh, we want to get into, like, just straight writing and directing off top and just drop a couple movies and then casually just build it up. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie is notorious for that. Yeah. You know, I was just for talking sure. about what was the fucking one where they had like the, was it 43 or 43 or something like that? 43? For, yeah. Was it, was that Rob Zombie? I, I think it, yeah, it was. It was like the one I, I, where like it was like the it was like the competition. They took like six people. Or, yeah. Or, and then like, I thought it was yeah. like 47 though. Was it 40? It was it was something in the forties. I forgot. Yeah. I know what about. <laughs> yeah, but I know exactly which movie like, you talk about. I've and they only... had like painted faces. Yep. Yep. Actually, speaking of horror movies, my uncle, uh, rest in peace, my uncle Scott. Um, he later in life, I mean, he, he got married, had kids, regular job and shit, uh-huh. but he always still played music. You know what I mean? And he was always in a band, and his band got like put into some like horror film fest, right? And Rob Zombie caught wind of it, ended up using their music for one of his movies and shit, and they really? had to like. Go and meet him and all this shit and like he, they became like buddies after that. Oh, like, so Rob like heard it and was like, "Yo, we thirty one bringing you out to the studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right know? now." So, like, that's that's sweet, man. I mean, yeah, he was in dope. his like fifty, or, like forties and fifties when he started making music and it got Rob put makes into really this. good movies, bro. Yeah. yeah, he does. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. What yeah. was the what was the most recent one they did? He did all the Halloween three remakes. from hell, three from hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three from hell is so sick, bro. Yeah. By the way, that was thirty one, not forty three. Like. It was 31? 31, Okay. But anyways, uh, to get us back on track here to finish this segment off, is there any older music that you guys fuck with a lot that that you guys would like to talk about? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we listen to a lot of old, like, soul music. Me too. And that shit is dope, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. Isley Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Isley Brothers, my bike ride music. I... The Isley yeah, Brothers, man. That is that, like, perfect, mm-hmm. like, springtime music. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad they did that versus battle between uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire and Isley Brothers because yep. you when you when you see them songs played out, you're like, damn, they did this. They did this. Shit, they did this one, too. They did this one. Like, when I went to, uh, on on. when we were in Tennessee, like, when Lindsay and I went to that show, we went to, it was like, Sylvanesso. Their last song, they closed out with a cover of Shout. Oh, that's tight! <laughs> wow, that shit was fire as fuck. And I that's was like, damn, sweet. I want to, I want to cover that damn. Song. <laughs> <laughs> I, cover that damn. Um, 
I wish I would have been able to see Michael Jackson in my lifetime for real. Oh uh, my God, man. man. Me too. Me too. Prince, I, I, I know this man feel the same way oh, too, though. Like, Mike, I, I'd Mike have been crazy. Yeah. Yep. Me, nigga. You know what I was just thinking about today, because I don't know why I keep bringing up verses, but I was like, if you did a regional versus, like, my city versus your city's music, I would put Detroit up against any other fucking city in the country, and we would beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd put them against L.A., I'd put them against New That's York. Nice. We have Michael, we have Stevie, and Motown Aretha Franklin. Crazy. Like, fuck you, we're, we're going to win. We might have trouble <laughs> with Atlanta. We have you about it. No, we got, and, we but got I think Atlanta we, but, I, but I think we will win. <laughs> yeah, we, we win that <laughs> yeah. shit. Atlanta, we Atlanta and Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. Um, anyways, moving on into the new music. E-Man, you were on Tech 9, so what is the new Wait, tech? Wait, hold up. Would Michael ja- would the Jackson, would they count? Would that be Indiana, technically? No, because- Would oh, that count? The music <laughs> came out in Motown. All right, all right, all right, sure. <laughs> music came out in Motown. Right, they were sure. making that shit okay. in Indiana. <laughs> uh, right. But yeah, Tech 9, what's the tech new album? Tech 9 Asinine is a new album from Tech 9 who features a f- you have a fuck the Wayne the Rock Johnson as a feature on this album. So dumb. Wow. <laughs> as, well, as well as I heard about that actually. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet because it blew my mind. It, <laughs> honestly and I, you know what's even trippy about it like I don't mind it either. It's yeah, not, it's it's not, not the worst bad. thing. We it's know not he bad. On it. He was. And that's <laughs> what I was like, what yeah. the yeah. fuck? Hold on, hold on. I'll put it on right now. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was rapping on this album. He's right at the end. And it's not Bad, like I mean, I'm not buying a rock album anytime soon. It's right here. It's right here. Whoa! I think it comes up right here. You can tell Tech wrote it for him. Oh yeah, I mean, it's definitely a vein of Tech. Yeah, he's definitely right there. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. It's rock. Why he sounds just like Tech? This nigga tried. Yeah. Wow. No, but what song do you really want to play off there? The rock. <laughs> Why he come with them bars like that? Oh. Uh. <laughs> This shit's kind of crazy. There's that a lot of E-40s on E-40, here. E-40, Lil Wayne, Russ. I want to go with that Lil Wayne track. Oh, Snow the Product, shut up. <laughs> All right, let's go with the Lil Wayne track. What, what, what's the song? Oh, here Too we go. Good. Too Good. Here is Too Good out of Tech 9 Lil Wayne, and Moon Fresh. This is probably my favorite Tech 9 album since All 6 and 7, by the way. Flexing on the intro. <laughs> right. My sack. Only the foolish neglect projects. Coming from the newest and blessed by tech. Clergy of craze, worthy of praise, like Anubis and wept while wet. Dismiss what I played at thee, a Damu could, must have wrong should. Slick spit from a hater see, all the crew stood of a strong word. Tech flow always so crazy. This is an interesting one because it's like slowed down. I like this. Little Wayne fucking cooks this track. 
too much. He's been cooking lately. Yeah, but Wayne always like somebody. Lyrically, whatever. Get off. Mr. Quick, the pistol whip you like a chancy. Then I step with a monkey like a shanty. Spit a web of witty, quite a nancy. Don't you spit ridiculous and race the part up. The devil in the region, and one of us, he get the moment I speak at the moment. You become so invisible, so think your name don't spark up. Upon it, I beat it, I'm only conceited. The dome competed. The tone of retreated. They're running, I'm gonna forget. Rigorous fail when idols give it. Wicked as hell and pirate. Gotta hear Wayne's verse. Yeah, I don't think Strange is gonna flag us like that. Yeah, I hope not. not. <laughs> the amount of the amount of press you give Tech Nine, I think it'll be good. <laughs> This chorus live. Yeah. Moomoo Fresh. Never heard of Moomoo Fresh, but now I want to hear more of that. I like it. This is hot. She got the whole Erica Badu thing going, it looks like. What else can I do? Standing next to you. There's them lighter clicks, you know Wayne's coming in. Too good, no, I'm too great. I'm like two trade with the flu weight, talking shit and out of two pace, big bees, Bobby Boucher. On my wrist, I got the skeleton, Richie with the see-through face. Drive the whip without the toupee, pregnant pistol, got a due date. I'm too good for my own good. I cross my heart, I knock on wood. I lost my heart, I found my foot. I stand my ground, that ground I stood. I walk my walk, that ground is shook. That time I bought, that time I took, that time I bought. I'm one of the bullets to rep my set. I don't do computers, but I sip tight tech. I don't do computers, but my chips like that. I don't do computers, but my shooters put a bullet wound in your apple. It look bit like Mac. Just like lips like that. Mac. Just my black. Wow. Beat the beat up like this track, trying to fist fight back. When the producer heard this verse, it left his eye black. Ask my chef. I eat rappers. I like mine's prep. Still an ex-con feeling like the only. I kind of that's real shit. I'm that's still sad. a shit. I ain't white mine yet. The greatest of all This is up there with, with, with that Tyler. Like, for sure, lady, bro. Man. This is up there. Like, um, yeah, shout out to that. That's awesome. Like, hey, this, this is gonna hear? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, right. yeah vapes are good. Right. Regular smoke is not. Right, <laughs> but pretty much everyone's on vapes these days. We, 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 <laughs> we, we're trying to work on. We're trying to work on the weed pod. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Allegedly. so. I'm not going to talk about this one too long. I'm only going to play a song off it because E-Man already did. I'm a little late on it because... Oh, let me explain why, actually. And I can maybe help someone else out that's having the same problem. So for the longest... For the last, like, four months, I thought my phone was fucked, right? Because, like, all the volume was shitty. I could only, like, listen to shit, like, at a super low volume. I'm like, what is going on? I'm going to have to get a new phone. Today, I'm fucking around on my phone settings, and I realize under sound and haptics, there's this headphone safety tab... Where if you click on it and you can like determine like how loud you want your shit because it's trying to like protect your headphones. And mine was turned like all the way down. So I figured that <laughs> shit out today and I was back to the music. So I finally got around to listening to Baby Keem's album. Ooh. And I am fucking in love with it, dude. The melodic blue. It is so hard. He really good at just making a song. Like, yeah, he is. Like, and like I feel like he's got 
I, he's obviously he's got ties with Kendrick. I think he's his little cousin or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm I'm trying to still figure out because I don't know. I, I there's songs I like about Baby King, yeah. but we've had this talk before. I don't know how I feel about him just yet. That's See, I thing. feel like he's the type of dude. I don't know if I like him. I don't know if I don't like him. I just like I, I feel like he's a he's a versatile artist. Yeah, definitely and, uh, talented. Definitely. It's just definitely like versatile. I don't know because there's certain songs like it's just one of those things where he switches flows so much. That's and what I love. Beat like switches hard. It just, hard. It, just yeah. it fucks me up, and I'm just like I don't know how I feel about you yet. I gotta I gotta process your music. I feel like he's gonna have that same because like if you think about it, early on people were saying the same shit about Kendrick, and now and that's, he's and that's exactly why. Because I did not. Here's the thing: I didn't like Kendrick when he first came out, like a lot of people circa didn't. 2010. I think I, the first thing mm-hmm. I heard was that uh that look out for detox freestyle he put yeah. out or something like that, and I just couldn't Honestly, get past his voice. I think that uh that Range Brothers or whatever song that they dropped. Was like one of the hardest songs this year. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Hold and on, then, let's get the shit. Yeah, I, the shit. I finally got shit. around to listening to this shit today, and I wanted to just play one of the songs instead of talking about it. Here's South Africa to Baby Keem. This song is so tight. Production like selection is fucking fire. I think I just figured it uh, out right here live on the pod. <laughs> he reminds me too much of Kendrick. Huh? He reminds me too much of Kendrick. He doesn't sound at, anything at, like at Kendrick. That, at that era. Like, See, I don't think he sounds that vo- like voice-wise. It kind of reminds me like Cardi old flow, honestly. Just like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. me got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can definitely hear. I mean, if you want to compare it to Kendrick, it's probably because he's got TD production all over the shit. Nah, but like, I think it's like I don't it's think his the voice, voice sounds man. anything like it. He's kind of listening. It's, it's like, like it's like a higher pitch. pitch like, but I feel like uh, Kendrick is like more tactical on the uh, agree for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, so I'm thinking like 2010. I'm thinking like set like before Section 80. What was that? Uh, overly dedicated yeah. like style yeah. like Kendrick. That's what overly I. That's what I hear. Is like, it sounds like he's hungry again on the beat for real. Oh, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, He's fucking riding bikes and shit. Didn't have a phone for like three months. I'm like, yeah, you can tell. Like, he, he that got nigga some time said, to think. That nigga said, uh, fuck that mixtape, burn that hard drive. That shit was like, smoke it on top of oh. Kanye changed his life. Me, I'm an old school Gemini. Yeah, but <laughs> there's, there's a ton of good tricks. Tri- tracks on here and the features are great too the track with travis scott is dope the do-rag activity i wish i could get um, away with saying smoking on your top five tonight that shit is fire as fuck bro <laughs> like, that was some raw was, shit to say but yeah um i'll first listen i'm gonna go ahead and say that the melodic blue is tied for my favorite album of the year right now with tyler the creator's album wow call me if you get lost yep 
Um, I've spent uh, more time with Calling Me If You Get Lost, and I'm still only one listen through on this Baby Keem album, but I can tell already off the first listen, this is going to be one of the ones that I'm actually playing over and over and over and over. I'm, on, I'm, I'm with you on Tyler. That's probably my front runner for sure. I'm still on the call, though. I'm excited. Still on the call is hard. Still on the call. I'm excited for Max O'Cream new shit. Oh, Me too. Man. Max O'Cream is so that, good. That Tyler song <laughs> he put so out, uh, what was it yeah. Big Persona? That, that shit is hard as fuck. Tyler was spitting on that. Yep. Yeah. yep, that's for sure. Um, okay, that was, I had I had two, but I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll come back with my second one. You guys got any new shit that you've been listening to? Or you want me to uh, play new shit of yours? Yeah. Oh, we yeah, man. We can run another track out of ours. Hell yeah, um, let's do that. Uh, what song? By the way, the scum, uh, scum, bat, or is it scumbag, or scum, scum dog millionaire, the, the the album cover for that. That's funny. That's what I was just talking about. He reminds, he reminds me of Thundercat on that cover. A you could play, you could play Grandma's House yeah. off that album. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite older songs. This came out like 2019. Okay, cool. Yeah, this album art is really tight. Um, here's Grandma's House out of our guest right here, Scumbag Fred, and this album is Scumdog Millionaire. You can follow him on. He's on all the socials, so yes, go follow him. Sitting here thinking about uh, the hot pocket I got freezing right now. That bitch sounds scrumptious, but I'm gonna say it I don't got two dollars. Low key, this this album really like put me in, in a different position. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Hey, people was eating it. Shit, I still got a lot of people who hit me up off it like, so hard. Man, it's two years old. I'm like, damn. Getting money that is none of your concerned out, burned out. So quit the blabber with the jabber jaws. Bitch. I bet you snitching if police come in and question y'all. First off, everything started out of granny crib. I sit and wonder where my motherfucking family went. Now niggas only hit me when I'm buzzing this shit. Bitches see me on the scene and get to sucking my dick. You ain't gon' catch me out no weed. I'm rolling joints up the zip. I'm on your couch smoking woods and some joints with your bitch. I'm making points with this shit. Make an appointment with me. You niggas toilets to me. So don't ask me why I'm shitting on you. I'm gonna run one more that's got the both of you on. Now I gotta hear this story. A lot of stuff Keep it something that we can't can't accriminate. But my granny had my back, nigga, way back, back. It all started out of grandma. And I ain't give a fuck, granny. Told me toughen up, nigga. Go and run it up. It all started out of grandma's. Y'all niggas know the first time I ever got some coochie was I was at my granny's. Wow. I was at my granny. Wow, wow, I didn't know that. I'm going to rock one more that's got the both of you on it. Here is one that's off of Warlock's project, Never Trust a Soul, Bruja. Make sure I say that real quick, too. Oh, yeah, this, this that one. Yeah, that's like their Bruja. That's like yeah. Oh, I, I said it wrong. <laughs> this tape, Never Trust a Soul, by this man, is really underrated. Uh, yeah. He, he was spazzing on every track. Yeah. 
still the fuck beat is crazy. Who made that beat? Uh, Captain Planet made that beat right there. I like that. It's like some Kill Bill type shit. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Planet, a dog on the board. It's like kind of like Griselda asking away. Like, this shit is, this shit is dope. From Western. Smartphones. Yo, you watch Samurai Shampoo? You know what? You watch Samurai Shampoo? Like the anime? No, I don't really watch that. Samurai I've heard a lot about it. It's a very, like, hip-hop, like, focused anime, but it's, like, about samurais and shit like that. It sounds like some shit that would be in there. See, my, my homie, uh, Seven Lord X in our group, he, uh, if you do it, and he, like, listen, he watch anime all the time. He did, uh, songs that have Samurai Shampoo beats and stuff like that on right. it. Hell yeah. If not, he probably got a Samurai Shampoo album. I don't even know. Right, well, like no, nah, it should sound like something like that would be, like, with Samurai Shampoo. Like, it's yeah, just One more out of Scumbag Fred, and then I'll give him my last one, and then we'll probably wrap this baby up. Right. Um, here is who number or new number who dis. Larare produced the whole It Only Gets Worse album. Okay. I wanna pull up in a bins, a jet or a vet. Tryna roll a blunt out the front toe, but it's wet. Gotta sum up all the pros till it's perfected. I thought I loved some of these hoes. Wow. I stand corrected. Why should be tricky? Stomp on the gas and catch me a ticket. Catch me a ticket. I am not mad. I think this that is it's right. sad the way that you live. The way that you Appreciate that shit. In the past, they say to my ass. I can already tell. And I've never seen you live before. And I, 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 I will change that. These bitches and have me no you have a good station. Because the production, just, oh, yeah. this, this shit is meant for like shows. Our shows be going off. If you had a Link Boy, Lunacy Link Boy show, you're going to have a good time for sure. What's the group called? Right here, we'll 
leave a nigga in the floor by the bandage. I was trying to get fresh like a damn salad. I was sleeping on the floor in a damn pallet. 124 Q to a damn Bradley. And I'll do the same to a Maddie. I'm charging her 20 at Addy. It's funny that money ain't making me happy. I drink like a junkie, forget that it happened. Welcome to the scum show. I'm the main attraction. Pull up in a Benz, a jet or a vet. Trying to roll up blunt out the front toe. But it's wet, gotta sum up all the pros, till it's perfected, I thought I loved some of these hoes, I stand correct. I wanna pull up in a all white rose, at the liquor store, with a bank roll, and a special big piccolo, switch up on my hoes, change my phone, say I'm never home, I'm pick up all the dough, off the flow, it's still a lot, I wanna pull up in a all white rose, at the liquor store, with a Bank roll in a special big piccolo. Switch up on my hoes, change my phone, say I'm never home. Make pick up all the dough off the floor. Okay, it's still okay, a lot okay, to okay, go. Okay. Yo, I love this shit, man. This is great. <laughs> I, appreciate that shit a lot. I love it, man. Um, I, I really want to see. Definitely keep me posted on a live show because I want to see yeah, that shit. Most definitely. Sure. We're going to come back to Detroit sometime. For Hell sure. yeah. Real quick, you know, I'm not going to play it, but I do want to shout him out just because he's the boy and he works with the studio. Uh, the boy Brandon Benson and uh, the City Lights Music put out a new single, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out to check them. that out. Good for them. Um, the last Lightning one that bolt. I had is out of one of my favorite producers slash artists. Um, his name's James Blake, and he just makes crazy, like, something about him, man, like, it's it's great headphones music. Cause hey, like, I just want to say, too, like, uh, go, go ahead. Uh, I appreciate y'all having us on the show, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, uh, it was a good time out here, you know what I'm saying? Having some beers, y'all getting us hip to some music and shit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, likewise, man. Words, for yeah. sure, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Dope as fuck, bro. We appreciate you being on here, man. Yeah, That's man, our favorite I thing to do. I appreciate you reaching out, like, dog. This was, yeah, this was dope. I feel like this was inevitable. Like, you were going to be here eventually. Hell yeah, honest. man. So, had to tap yeah. in with you, bro. Hell yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so this James Blake, he sometimes the music can be, like, softer or, like, slower, but, like, there's so many nuances in his shit. Like, there's so much cool shit going on in the background that you can hear in his headphones. And I love the way he layers and does effects on people's vocals. And I'll give he you just dropped this. this shit. This just came out last yeah. Friday. Listen to what he does to J.I.D.'s vocals on this shit. It's fucking crazy. This song's called Frozen. It's got J.I.D. and Suave on it, who I was unfamiliar with before it, but he kills it too. But this shit's crazy. Listen to this. I've been losing all of my mind. They tell me I'm too hard to find. Tell me am I? Be true if you're mine. Hoping I'll be chosen. Body so still, you think that I've been frozen. I gotta watch that shit. Just gotta open the door. Hell yeah. We're gonna watch Hell House tonight. You think that I've been frozen. This dude got the pipes for real, though. Wait, wait, you hear where he does the JID's voice coming up here? It's crazy. I like JID a lot. Yeah, hypothermia. It's JID. I hyperbole. Feel like Serbia. I shot Hercules. I'm a murderer. Dirty, dirty. I can't break it dirtier. Urgent surgery on Hershey Hurst. 50 cal in the virgin burst. 50 pound, that's a turtle burst. When I get around, if I ain't find the time, I ain't busy now. A typical day. A temperature drop. A flick on the tube. A bitch ass cop. 
gripping the tool, but we ain't watching home improvement. Koji and my influences brought the flows in. Writing my woes, send a kite through the institution. Fighting a cold, he got life, but he 22 shit. 22 below, only two, one cell, six by eight, 48 square feet. Give or take, that's me. They tried to tell me, choose daddy to scream. Or you be dead or something stupid, I don't know what they have said. Test a nigga, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Fuck, I care, unless we split in the thyroid and leg. Kool-Aid red, it's snowing on the bluff and boulder crest. Lift the pole north at your nose and open gifts. Check a nigga, temperature froze. Blood trickling, melting the snow, I'm numb so. I never felt it before. This is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> this whole album is dope, man. Yeah, he is a real lyricist. Yeah, man. He's he's going to be a big big deal, too, I think. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah, like 10 years out, we'll be hearing like J.I.D. doing some big shit. Yeah, sure. yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear that song on the radio for real. I can, mm-hmm. I can hear yeah. that. Um, You know, I can see that having a good performance, you know what I'm saying? Like live, you know what I'm yep. saying? Right. Yeah, and James Blake does a lot of weird shit with the vocal layer and shit. He's got SZA on here, too, which is a dope song on here. I like him too because he makes shit that's like, it doesn't sound like hip hop, but then he'll throw like some hip hop drums in there just to like throw you off on yeah. shit. It's fucking and like you don't expect bars yeah. on it, but he come in. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's just sweet. You see, Khalees put out a single. I did. I did. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, that's a name I haven't heard in a minute. But uh, anyways, before we get out of here, do you guys want to plug your social medias or anything like that so the people can uh, reach you or follow you? Oh, shit up. Uh... I'm Scumbag Fred on everything. Okay. Straight Easy up. Easy enough. <laughs> and I'm Warlock on everything. Uh, W-O-R-L-O-C-K-K. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, too, uh, shout out to Lunacy Link Boys, 7th Lore X, Larere. They, uh, they play a big part in what we do. And... Uh, yeah, our next show is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So you know what I'm saying. That's Pop crazy, man. I think that's awesome. Crazy, man. Free show too. You know what I'm saying. We about to go crazy. Hell yeah! Congrats, y'all. Like, I'm expecting some big shit out of y'all. Like going forward, man, for sure. Appreciate right. that a lot, man. Right. Yep. Thanks for coming on here. And I'm gonna end the uh, episode on this new track that is just a one-off single that I just heard out of Masego, Big Boy, and JID called "Garden Party." This shit is tight. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Yes, yeah, sir. Hey. hey, check it out. We having a party in the garden tonight. Ladies, get in free. Well, as long as you don't stop dancing with a guy. If you like look behind, you're like, oh, they did they ugly. I, yes. I get it. Yes. Yes, yes, he is. But that's my homie, though. That's my man's. So, like, dance with him, because he was first chair in high school. So, respect him. Yes. Yeah. Look, you know the vibes. You know my tribe. Instruments. You know it's live. When I turn up, I don't enter the maze without him. When I show up, the place gets real colossal. Talk about I like to party, like to kick back with a shot. But this the night of the battle of the bands, slash crump battle, slash twerk dance, slash rap battle, slash call all my dogs. You better get on this song, cause it look like Stomp the Yard in the garden. Battle of the bands, we started. Here all night, they won't leave. We all vibe and we sing like. Soft skin, her ass fat, awkward walk.
park, sparked up the doobie in my pocket. How my dogs walking, they self barking and catching coffins. Party, party, pull me a shot. If I shoot the sheriff, would you call me in the morning? Raise the food on my loins. You love me, lady, you lying. This little light of mine, I let it shine, but like a dynamite. I've been high as heaven, drunk as hell, but don't fly right. Seeing tie-dye colors inside dye covered with shades from the sideline. Say goodbye. In my shaky life, I try to stabilize. Crazy times, I got to pray to God, but he don't say nothing. I think it looked like stomp the yard in the garden. Bad little bands we started. Oh, here all night, they won't leave. We all vibe and we sing like... The Casamigo Reposada taking shots in the garden and starting to get hotter without heating lamp. See, now we be amped up when it's time to plant our seeds off in the bushes. Got them gushing like a hydroponic system. And I would love to listen to you breathe in my ear as we make sweet love under the trees, my dearly beloved. Clearly nobody can come between this man and his woman. Fit just like a hand inside a glove when I'm stuffing all this loving in your oven. Hot tub, Tony, I'm sucker free and still bubbling. They left it up to me, so I keep this motherfucker bumping. Unless some, 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 some. Cause it looks like stomp the yard in the garden. Ooh,